0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 6 on the Junior Sport Podcast with Naeem. Today, we're talking with Danish Babington League player and current number 6 men singles in the Danish ranking, Mess Kristofferson. Mess will give us insights into his life as a professional Babington player and how he deals with pressure in the big moments, as well as the importance of the quality in training. Mess has had some incredible results in the Danish elite circuit as well as international events across Europe. From Ghent of the Badminton Club, daily practice at the National Center in Banu, and training with Danish legend Peter Gell, Mass has a lot in store for us. Now, without further ado, let's get to it. Hello, Mass Christofferson, and welcome to the Junior Sport Podcast with Naeem.
1: Thank you, Naeem. Uh, It's an honor to be a guest on your show.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate you coming here and taking the time off from your busy day.
1: Yeah, that's no problem at all.
0: Nice. Now, uh, Mess, looking at your resume or your CV, I can see many incredible results. And I would just like to uh, congratulate you on the last tournament you won uh, in the the Leaning Scorsese Grand Prix. Yeah, thank you. Nice. I watched some matches on YouTube and yeah, really nice stuff
1: yeah i uh, i hit a a good uh level that week uh weekend and uh yeah sometimes you just uh have that nice feeling in your body and you just are in the zone easier than yeah. other tournaments yeah
0: okay now mice um i would like to begin today by breaking the ice with a rapid fire session are you yes. ready yeah of course okay <clears throat> So, uh, what's one movie you always watch for motivation?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, because I I am that type of person who who watch some um, movies or inspirational videos or something. Yeah, I will say that it it's either uh, when I was uh, younger, it was uh, Never Back Down. I don't know if you have watched that. that one. I have a long time uh, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think now I will, I would watch uh, the Last Dance with uh, Mike Jordan. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah,
0: because uh, many people I ask, it's always like uh, Rocky or Creed or <laughs> something like that. But yeah, uh, it it's, yeah.
1: it it also it also works. But uh, nice. I don't know. There is just something about these two. Who, yeah.
0: Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, number two. Describe Denmark in three words.
1: Um, it's it's for me uh, uh, relaxing and. What do we com comf, comfy? Can you say that? <laughs> uh, yeah, comfortable, comfy. Yeah, comfortable, and then yeah. um, nice.
0: Okay. Yeah. I was I was thinking maybe you would say something like hugglet and didn't even then yeah. explain.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: but okay. In in a, in your own words, what do you define as hugglet or hygge, Danish hygge?
1: Yeah, that was the word uh, comfy. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, uh, because there is it's hard to say an uh, English word who uh, yeah that's represent uh, the in uh, Danish.
0: Okay. Uh, number three, uh, do you prefer strength or cardio? a uh, strength nice and number four if you could get a yacht what would you call it
1: hmm. <laughs> that's a tough one <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would call it uh, hmm. uh, nikita nikita yeah okay why Uh, because my girlfriend's name is nikita and uh okay i think she would uh, appreciate it (laughs) okay uh
0: and last question for this rapid fire session where is the first destination you'd like to visit when you can travel freely again Mm.
1: I think either it's a close one between it's between Italy with uh, one of my good friends or Japan with my girlfriend. We have talked about uh, these two uh, okay destinations.
0: Okay, nice. Uh that's the end of our rapid session. So, I would like to now get into two topics that I would want like, like to talk to you two about today. Um and before I get into those topics, I would just like to I would just like you to share a bit about yourself, Mas. Yeah. Uh, where do you come from? Which club do you represent? Um, how long have you been playing badminton?
1: Yes. Okay, so uh, my name is Mas Christoffersen and I'm uh, 23 years old. I, I come from a little town called Djerne near Slagelse. It's between Slagelse and uh, Holbeck. Um, I play for the uh, Gentofte badminton club and I think it's my fifth season uh, in Genthofte uh, I started playing badminton when I was around seven but I, I already uh, had played a bit with my family because I, I come from a badminton family my cousins have played and uh, we actually have a farm where we have a court inside of the one of the uh, what do we call it barns? Barns, yeah. Yeah, uh, we had a court there, so uh, we, me and my cousins and my brother and sister we played uh, in there. I actually don't know if Ligne was old enough to play, but yeah, we all uh, the other one uh, we played there. Okay. Um... And how long
0: have you been playing? Yeah.
1: yeah, since I was uh, seven years old. Uh, okay. So.
0: Okay. Um, now you've been playing since seven years old. Now you're 23 years old. So within this period, what has training been like for you? I mean, to be competing in top-level tournaments around, across Europe mm-hmm. and, of course, winning Grand Prix in, in Denmark. What is your training like? or What has it been like for the past few years?
1: Um, so it has been like uh, I didn't. I was not the best when I was uh, younger, but I was like training hard, and uh, and then suddenly I I became better, and then uh, I actually thought that Babymon got funnier, and then I also trained a, li- a little bit more and uh, better, I think, and then I. Was closer to the top of the Denmark uh, in my age. And then, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it has just been like two steps forward, one step back. And like that, uh, the most of the years where I have played. Um, So when I was, uh, I think, under 17, I actually went from uh, the second best... uh, what do you call it, rank, in uh, Denmark, uh, Mester uh, rank, and then uh, I went up to Elite, uh, and then I actually came into the semifinals at the Danish Championship, and that was like a huge uh, part of my... uh, uh, Career? Yeah, career, because that's uh, that... What can you say... That, did, that I knew that I had something the uh, mm-hmm. other guys didn't have. Yeah. And, and it was not a, a pure talent for badminton because I have never had that. But I have always been uh, training hard and no, I had a f- good physical uh, so I could uh, be in a, in a high pace and stuff like that. But hmm i I didn't have the the talent, so I had to to train uh, sometimes more than others to <laughs> to achieve yeah. uh, s- some of the same goals
0: yeah that's okay. I mean hard work uh, nobody can regret hard work no that's exactly now mass i right now you are currently training at well not currently but you are often at Peter Gales Academy.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah i uh, i train at the peter Gale academy uh, two two days a week and the other days are at the national uh, center in Brunby. Um
0: yeah now i would like to ask you what is the training like at Peter peter's academy
1: um i think it's uh it's good uh peter is an amazing trainer he is a, He's is he's Uh, this kind of trainer who is really on when uh, the training is started he is he's there you can feel him he's watching he's uh, giving uh, feedback he's very uh, focused on the details and that's Mm -hmm. what I like because that's uh, exactly what I need Uh, I need uh, to improve my technical uh, uh, things in the game and uh, he is the the coach for that, and uh, he knows yeah every every shot and how to train them and how to get them into uh, to match match like yeah um, yeah
0: what about the training at the national center in bundu oh it's
1: uh, it's it's something else it's it's more like uh, not uh, focus on like the small details but more like uh, where to uh, the, the, it's more like badminton situations like where to hit the shuttle when you are under pressure here or in tactical more tactical so if we're playing uh, some exercises we have to focus on this and this and and then we try to make it happen as uh, as many times as possible uh, so it's more uh more like a game than uh, not because we are not because we're playing games, but it's mm-hmm. more like a, a game, game, game situations. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now I want to move on to the topics we want to discuss today. Yeah. And I think that all of your training, Jim, um, Babington, uh, training at the Academy with Peter Gale, uh, also in training in Bondu. Training in gentoft and your your all your training prior to these successes in in uh, in Poland, uh, Poland Dutch Swedish international. Now, all these things you must have you must have experienced some mental and emotional pressure at some point, and that's one of my main topics for today. Yeah. Now, how do you deal with pressure? And I can give you an example where. Okay let's say you're playing a strong opponent um, he he's already won a set and it's it's going into the final set now and you need this set to win the team match and you of course there's some pressure on you because it's the it's last game mm. you need to win the set how do you deal with that
1: <laughs> it's a, it's it's a hard thing to say because it's it, it depends on the day uh, for me because i'm I'm actually not not that good uh uh to these situations i i have got better but uh it, it also depends on like if i'm uh if i'm playing a, a better player than me then i i feel more free uh because i'm the underdog and yeah i'm i do like it more when i'm a underdog than being a favorite uh, it not means that I, I don't play well when I am a favorite. It, it it happens, but I just uh, feel more free when I play uh, as an underdog, and and then most of the times also play better. Uh, yeah. But I think in these situations, uh, when it's team match and there is a lot on stake, uh, you <laughs> you I will try to like I will I will be nervous. That's for sure. But I will try to focus more on the like the game plan, and accept. You have to accept that that you are nervous because if you're like, I I shouldn't think of this, or, should should not think uh, like this or that, then then you're using a lot of energy and mental uh, strength on thoughts that's really normal to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been uh, in a in a co- collaboration with a mental coach, uh, Mind Your Talent, for a couple of months now, uh, since August. And I got some uh, tools to handle these situations and I, th- I think uh, it's getting better and better. And that's also what I'm talking about now. Uh, one of the tools that you have to accept that you are nervous and it's not, it's not uh, unnormal normal uh, to have these thoughts. When you're playing and there's a lot on stake it's because you love the game and you want the best for the team so it's uh, it's quite normal Uh, you just have to focus on the things that can do that uh, you will win the game and that's the game plan Uh, and then just yeah i think this is uh, the most important is to uh, accept that that you are nervous and it's 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 okay because then it will i have i have uh, uh tried it uh sometimes now and i i actually think that when you are like okay that you, with that you are nervous it it actually goes away uh by itself because it's okay uh mm-hmm. but but if you are in that uh bad uh Situation that you cannot like uh, accept it. Then it's it's just you're just using a lot of energy and time on on a thing you c- can't really do something about. Uh, yeah, uncontrollable. And, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Now you mentioned nerves, and of course we all feel nerves uh, in 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 small moments, and big moments, yeah. close matches, whatever. But also. A good key point you mentioned is focusing on your game plan and not just focusing on winning or thinking about, oh my God, maybe I'll lose or maybe I can win, but focusing on the game plan, which I think many of us can learn from because in some cases we think, okay, let's focus on winning itself and I want to win this point and I want to win the game. And and, you know they're thinking too far ahead. And I think that what you said is a very... Good points mm. in terms of focusing on the game plan itself and executing what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Now, how would you handle nerves? What, what, what do you do when you feel nervous besides focusing on the game plan? What do you, what do, you, do you tell yourself something? Do you do something? I mean, a, a lot of us are different, but what yeah. do you do?
1: Um, I I learned a new like a tool for. I think it was in December, maybe. Uh, last in november Mm -hmm. uh called the free r model and i actually shared it on uh, my instagram Um, and it it's about like these uh uh like you have to uh, uh, recognize that you have uh, these feeling uh feelings Mm -hmm. and uh, know that they are there and what are those feelings about and then you have to like accept them and uh, and then you have to uh, take these feelings and and just uh, like not turn them turn them around but like uh, accepting it and then you have to like not push them away, but uh, mm-hmm. then come back and uh, release the thoughts, and then come back to the, the game plan. Um, if it makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think. So, I so you have it, it in short terms. It's like you accept you have these uh, kind of feelings, and then you mm-hmm. you try to breathe and release the. Uh, yeah, maybe just focus on the breathing, and then you will. Focus on that instead of uh, uh, that you are nervous, and then you can come back to the game plan.
0: Yeah.
1: It's So you have to like uh, have some some things who can trigger that you're going back to the game plan, and that could be like breathing, or you could have a note on your bottle of water or something. Uh, so when you are like really under pressure, you can either uh, take some. Uh, deep breathe uh, breath, breaths and then mm-hmm. otherwise you can uh, maybe ask the judge to uh, go out and uh, wipe uh, your face or something and then or take something to drink just it could be all kind of stuff just when you do it you you know that that uh, it's the you do it for the game plan and then you come back to that yeah um yeah
0: yeah now you mentioned deep breathing. So do you practice any kind of yoga or uh, I don't know? Cause I mean, all this incorporates together deep breathing yeah, yoga, and, yeah. and mindfulness. Do yeah. you practice anything like that?
1: Um, uh, not yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I should, but uh, <laughs> I'm not, uh, I'm not so patient. <laughs> uh, so okay. sometimes I, yeah, I w- would rather do something else, but uh, I actually think that the breathing, when I remember it, when I'm playing, that's actually a good, uh, good tool uh, uh, for for a lot of players. It's, it it is working for me. Yeah, I actually uh, tried that uh, a lot when I played the score uh My mental coach uh, talk and me talked a lot about this breathing yeah uh, and when I had maybe lost one or two points and I felt like stressed mm-hmm. then uh, take some good breaths and focus on the next rally and uh, yeah i uh on the wrestle it it maybe worked uh, pretty good <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes I, th- I think uh breathing is uh is important but it's not something I have practiced uh, a lot I just try to remember when uh when I'm on court, uh, yeah, in my
0: experience, I feel like deep breathing brings you back to the moment, yeah, and, exactly,
1: because then you focus you know, on the 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 present uh yeah, and not not something that you can control, like uh, feelings or yeah, yeah, line exactly. judges or the game is yeah. not uh, there today or something, bad legs, yeah.
0: and of course it'll make you feel a bit more relaxed and... yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe be, be, you can focus better again in the next few points, yes,
1: hopefully.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Mas, I would like to jump to our second topic for today. Yeah. And there we will discuss quality versus quantity. So when I first came to Denmark, uh, it was totally new for me. I came here uh, two and a half years ago, um strictly for badminton training, and when I first join the training it was very very different some sessions were short some sessions were long the exercises were sometimes in my opinion really short and mm. that's when i first came um some and f- f- compared to what i'm used to of course yeah um then the training was not uh uh we had i think six sessions a week yeah, And again, it was not as much as I was used to. I, I was training a bit more at home and when I was in Malaysia as well. Mm. But of course, the Asian is much different.
1: Yeah. <laughs> with, yeah uh, training. I, I have heard. I have never been and practiced in, practice in uh, Asia, but yeah. I have heard how they are training.
0: Yeah. Now, I had a talk with my coach, I think the first two weeks, and we talked about what the training is like in Denmark and also in Nikas, because I'm in Nikas right now. Yeah. And his. His main point was that in Denmark, the the training focus is the quality over the quantity. Mm. So they would give 100% in in the two hours of their training or one and a half hour, yeah. but they give their ultimate best. And I would like to know from you, how would you define the term quality in training?
1: Yeah, it's also uh, uh, like it, it is sooner you have, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, like Suni is saying that when you come to training and you maybe train one and a half or two hours uh, when you step on court you're focused like it was a match and it's uh, also when you're feeding uh, and it's also when you're uh, doing the exercise yourself Mm -hmm. Uh, you have to be like 100% ready because I think that's what makes our uh us danes uh, some of the best in the world because when we are training it's like game mode also in training so we get used to be like on from the start yeah and some are still better to do it than others some some still have to like train and half hour and then they're starting to get ready but that's something with the warm-up mindset. I have also been uh, some of uh, those guys, but uh, I have gotten a lot better uh, the last two years. Uh, But it's just when you are in a a tournament and and you play, you have to be ready from the start. And that's Mm -hmm. also what I think this kind of training does to you. You get used to like switch it on and then uh, be there uh, in the present yeah and um, so I, I i think that yes you can do one hour but if you're not uh, present the first half hour then the quality is like dropping and then you can like train for two hours if the quality is down there and it will Uh, do as good as a half hour with good intensity and good focus yeah Uh, so that's how i see the uh, quality versus quantity and that's also why i think we don't have to uh, practice uh, uh, so many hours as the Mm -hmm. asian guys does uh, Mm -hmm. because we we are giving it all out uh, when we are training two hours or one and a half hour, and then uh, they are maybe training on a lower intensity and then but but just for a very longer period yeah, longer period yeah uh, i i I think that that's also why they are they they have so good technique sometimes in Asia because they are just like practicing the stroke so many times more than we do. But yeah. maybe tactical and like to be there present, uh, yeah, we have an a- advantage, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yes, but I actually think, on uh, if we go back to the practice at Peter Gell, we, ha- we train a two and a half hour wow, okay, and uh, we actually have to be warm nine o'clock and ready to go. We we all we always have uh, some. Uh, Warm up uh, matches or game warm up games, and then uh, we do exercises like fifteen minutes, twenty minutes after nine. Uh, but we we uh, most of the players are coming like half an hour before to stretch and warm up mm-hmm. uh, and c- uh, come into the zone uh, because uh, Peter will uh, be after us if we are not ready at nine o'clock. <laughs> if, uh, okay and he, if he's seeing that we are not uh, present <laughs> at the training he's uh, he 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 will question your warm up and that's uh, that's because he he wants the best uh to us yeah so uh, so we need to change maybe something in the warm up to uh, to be more present <laughs> uh yeah
0: yeah i don't think i will want to uh, disappoint uh Peter no, no. <laughs> training yeah no. I think if I'm if if I'm there, if I ever have the chance to be there, yeah. of course you want to give your ultimate best, and I think that that's what all the players are doing across yeah. there at the yeah. at the academy.
1: Yeah, they are.
0: So, so you mentioned this academy. You mentioned we talk about Brombeer, yeah, and also your your training at Gentof. Now, if you had to compare the quality, where would you say you get? I mean, I don't want to. Okay, I want to compare, but I also don't want to compare. Yeah, because I,
1: I, I, know that I. I think I understand the question, but. Yeah, uh, I think actually it's uh, it's pretty equal be, between Pedagade uh, Academy uh, the academy and uh, Brøndby because, but it, it's it's in like uh, in two different ways and that's maybe what also you are looking for. Uh, yeah, uh, at the academy you are really focusing on the quality uh, because Peter is. Like he wanted, he wants us to like set the uh, bar high, and mm-hmm. uh, that we also should do that. But sometimes we are like a little bit uh, easy on uh, ourselves, and then he is after us again. <laughs> and then uh, he wants us to evolve and uh, uh, and be the best version of us. And that need, And if you have to do that, you also have to like set the high, uh, bar high every day when you're coming. And yeah. So, he also like it. It comes more and more natural when you are, have been at the academy for a, a longer period because you you get this mindset. But when you are in the Brøndby, for an example, and you are on court with uh, Andersen and Axelsen and Gimske, uh, yeah. one of the best uh, players in there, you you want to. <laughs> also it, it, i i'm talking about feeding right now you you want yeah. to do no mistakes because you want to show yourself the best way and don't make any mistakes uh, but still play with so high quality so they feel that they are also practicing because i yeah. if i'm feeling very bad they don't feel like they're practicing uh, pretty good and then they get mad or uh, disappointed or, or something else. Uh, just get get annoyed, and you don't want want that because you are in there for a reason, and that's also to improve. Uh, yes. uh, and when you are going in view, you also want to like show that that it's that there is a reason that you are in there. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not not just because uh, they need good uh, feeding. It's also because you have something uh, special that they see in you. Yeah, exactly. So you have to yeah. prove yourself, and when you're going in in there, you have to prove, and you have to prove it every day, every time. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's hard, but but it's also make make the training fun uh, because you can feel when you're going on court at a tournament or something it's more natural that uh, you play with this this high uh, uh, what can you say high quality high uh, mindset Uh, yeah and I I just think that uh, it's good that you can uh, get this this kind of feeling and it's only in training (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah
0: now so you, you, we talk about feeding with these players and actually training on court with them at Brunview. uh Victor Ackerson, Anna Santensen mm. and Rasmus Kemke. Yeah. And th- these are only some examples of the guys who are training there. But when you are at Brownview and let's, okay, let's just say in the first week that you were training there, it was all new to you mm. and I'm, I'm sure you were looking forward to it. Yeah. But how did you feel to be around such world-class players? <laughs>
1: the first the first week I was in the the first day uh, I was like I just I was really nervous I, uh mm-hmm. uh and that was normal but you also know when you are that nervous maybe you won't play as good as you can yeah. and that makes you more nervous <laughs> so uh i just tried to give it all uh I should uh, <laughs> not be able to walk after the training if uh, that was uh, what it uh, would take. And I was yeah. uh, fine by that. But as long as I could uh, like show that I gave it all I, I could, mm-hmm. then I also think that it would be enough. Because if I can see when I'm when I, uh, training with uh, other guys, or practice with other guys, uh, who is maybe not as good as me, but they're giving it all out. I also feel like they, they are giving me a boost because I can feel that. And that was also what I was trying the first week I was in there. Uh, I actually remember, uh, but that was not the, the first week, but I remember the first time I played a English double with uh, Janu, <laughs> when he was uh, playing uh, still training in there. Uh-huh. And I was just like flying around on this half court <laughs> And he was just, he was looking at me and he was like, wow, the new guy has good energy. And then he started to do the same, just flying around. And we, we both, we were on both, uh, same side and we were just flying uh-huh. at, around and it was so funny, but, but also very hard. And it was all, uh, it was, uh, only the warm up. <laughs> I still had, oh, uh, okay. like, uh, one and a, uh, one and a half hour <laughs> more training after. So, uh, but, uh, it was funny and, uh. I could feel that they, they liked it, and uh, could see that I was I was there in there for a reason, and that was what uh, what uh, make 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 me happy. Uh, uh, that training I remember, uh, but it, it's the these small things that that you try to do and uh, try to show the other guys that you are you you want this uh, as bad as uh-huh. they want. Uh, yeah and they know that that you don't want to screw up when you do exercises and stuff like that uh, because yeah. because you are giving it uh, all out if I look like someone who doesn't want to be in there they would see it uh, immediately and they would think like Kenneth why is why is mess in here he's mm-hmm. he don't he don't look like he wants to be in here so it's all all about the attitude i think so yeah
0: um, I would like to ask uh, a fan question. Okay. In this moment, since we are talking about Bonbu, yeah, and they are asking, what are the positives of training at Bonbu? Uh,
1: I think it's the the <laughs> we talk about high, high bar uh, earlier, and yeah. the the, yeah. the bar is uh, very high in there. Uh, it's so good the quality. Uh, I don't know if you can find another place where the for me it's uh, I'm training with the men single. And mm-hmm. uh, just to mention the the three past weeks, uh, I think the Danish men singles are pretty good uh, here in the world, so I cannot uh, say anything bad about the the quality or the the guys <laughs> in there. They are
0: yeah.
1: they are really good to train with, and I think uh, actually some of the most positive ways are that we try to to help each other. Uh, uh, especially uh, uh, Hoko uh, Vittinghus is a, is a good friend and uh, he's also giving me a lot of feedback uh, I don't know if it, it's because I maybe play a little bit like him uh, also when he was younger uh, okay. and uh, I have also had him as a coach in uh, when I played in uh, uh in the early days mm-hmm. I had him uh, as a coach and now I'm training with him uh, that's also a little bit uh, of a funny story, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he also remembers uh, remember that uh, time, uh, so he also wants to help me, but uh, mm-hmm. he also know that uh, I want to uh, to uh, to take his place and uh, to uh, <laughs> to show myself in there. So uh, it, there is also a, a competition in there. You can feel that, but it's in a it's in a good way. It's a, in a healthy way. Uh, it 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 all it makes uh, us all uh, better than players. I think that there is this competition. That uh, yeah. that if I'm meeting maybe the guys that is, uh around my level, you you show the trainer and you show the other guy that I don't want to lose to you because we are. I want to show the other uh, all other all the other players that I that I am better right now. Uh, so there, there is a. I, it's it's a, uh, it's hard to see to see something negative about the training in there. It's just a yeah. high quality all around.
0: Yeah, and you made a good point. I think in the past two weeks we can all see that uh, Danish fan singles is a yeah, powerhouse. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's uh, yeah. because we have been uh, training. Maybe I don't know, but I think maybe we have been been training. Uh, uh, good in uh, this corona uh, instead of uh, some of the Asian uh, countries
0: yeah they have had some hard times I mean Japan has had to pull out early yeah. before Thailand began yeah, in China,
1: right? yeah. with the, I think it was the government maybe who said that they yeah. couldn't uh, travel
0: yeah that's going to be hard for anyone yeah. um, Mass high bar and keeping the bar high for training at Bondu really high quality at Peter Gillis Academy and, uh, you're also training in Gantoft. Yeah. Now with all these, co- Oh, and also you must be in the gym at some point to keep your body strong. Yeah, of course. So, <laughs> so with all this training, uh, how important is rest and recovery to you?
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it's important. Uh, I have, uh, done a lot actually to find out, uh, some ways to uh to recover faster uh i have taken uh, cold showers i'm not a fan uh because i have <laughs> uh, hot showers <laughs> yeah. but i actually think that sometimes it's uh it's also in the mental that you think that uh, you, ha- you have heard that cold showers is good for the recovery and then you do it yeah. and then you're mentally like okay then i have good legs later uh, yeah but then uh then i also try to like stretch and i actually got a a massage gun uh, last year uh in september i think so uh and that's okay. uh, actually pretty good i uh, use it every day and uh, i don't get a uh, treatment as often now uh, because i don't feel any pain or uh yeah uh i also think that i recover faster so i can uh Give it my best again in the next training, and I also think that uh it can be seen uh on the results uh results I have made that i have been mm-hmm. uh, uh that I have had some uh, good months here the last uh yeah couple of months with uh, good uh tournaments uh, yeah yeah there was not a lot of tournaments but the ones i have played i have uh uh, done quite good, uh, yeah, but I also uh tried to find some uh, nutrition uh, in corona and I actually okay. actually ended up uh, finding someone who would uh, sponsor me uh functional nutrition and I actually think okay. that uh, they are also a huge uh, plus in the recovery because uh uh, as I said before, it's also men- uh, mentally. I think uh, you know you are you are giving your body some good uh, stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. drinking some good stuff. And I just think that it's uh it's, it's the mental part and also the things you are uh, drinking and eating that uh, helps you recover. Uh, yeah and uh, then the flow gone i think it's there is a lot of ways to uh, to uh, improve recovery uh, but i actually think that some of the the most important, maybe the most important thing is to like uh, could think of something else than badminton like uh, take your mind off of badminton and just relax with yeah. i don't know if you have school that sometimes worked worked for me uh yeah some days because other days i just want wanted to like uh, watch netflix instead of doing homework because yeah. i felt that that would be more relaxing <laughs> than doing yeah than doing uh, the assignment i, I had but uh, yeah. but i actually think that if you have a hobby it's a uh, it's a good thing because you can take your mind off uh, badminton and you don't like use the the energy you have for next training by thinking a lot or uh, thinking about the practice you had or you're going to have uh so i think it's it's not only for uh, the body you should uh, think about when you're talking about recovery uh it's also the the mind that you have to yeah to relax uh. three
0: uh, three very good points uh, mental recovery diet which I was about to ask yeah. you even if you didn't say anything yeah. so uh, and hobbies now regarding your diet I want uh, uh, okay nutrition yeah. to me is very very important as an athlete yeah. uh, sometimes I have some really bad days where I just want to eat candy and chocolate and whatever but yeah. We both know that it's very important, but um, now you you said you're drinking some things before training and for recovery, but what about your diet itself, like during the day for lunch and breakfast and dinner? What's that like?
1: Um, Well, I have every day in the morning, I eat oatmeal uh, with either some uh, muesli. uh, It could be some chocolate muesli or something but it's yeah. it's just on top of the oatmeal just to give it a little bit of sugar uh yeah. and otherwise uh, maybe have nuts or uh raisins do you call it that yeah. yes uh, and that's pretty much it, what i'm eating in the morning maybe i have uh, baked some uh uh something and i can eat that uh, besides but uh, i have always the oatmeal every morning and okay. then uh, for lunch it's uh, rød. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Danish vibe. Yeah. Uh,
1: or maybe I have some uh, uh some some from the dinner the day before I eat. Yeah. Uh, leftovers. Uh Yeah, but it's not it's not that I think too much about it. Uh I have a, always had a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's it's not only me it's uh like the family uh my uh, i think it's because uh my grandpa he's uh, uh he when he worked he was a baker in the city uh, oh, okay. in so uh, every day two o'clock yeah i think it was around two o'clock uh yeah. they uh was uh, drinking tea and eating cake, uh, and we oh, okay. we we knew that. So uh, uh, a lot of days we were down there uh, yeah. uh, at tea time because we were we wanted cake, uh, of course. And uh, we also have it, ha- had that uh, uh, at ourselves, but uh, I just think that we have uh, not been too. Uh, Thinking too much about the diet, we have uh, just uh, one of the things we are thinking a lot of uh, in my family is uh, that you eat enough, that you're not like uh, eating. Uh, yeah, just uh, we, we just think that it's more important to uh, to eat a lot than eat the maybe the, the perfectly weighted. Uh, food i think yeah, i think okay. there is a lot of uh, people who is uh, like do it uh, waiting their uh, uh, food so they know yeah. how many grams and stuff like that i'm not that yeah. uh, uh, that kind of person i i just i uh, think t- to uh, think about eating uh, a lot of food and not the right amount yeah um, so I am eating candy and chips and stuff like that. I'm not eating it every day, but <laughs> no, I, I am eating not. it, uh, and I no. I I don't I don't feel that it makes like uh, that huge uh, so so huge difference. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, if I think if if it works for you, it it's fine. <laughs> uh, I think you should do that, but. Uh, I also think you should try to experiment a little bit on what is working because I, I have like changed my morning uh, ritual a couple of times uh, to see how long it could, mm-hmm. it could uh, like uh, have me hung, uh, not hungry, what do you say, uh, full. Because yeah. uh, some, some days I, I went to training and I started to get hungry quite fast. And then I thought a lot about like eating something else. And I actually think that the oatmeal and uh, having a banana or something uh, while you're training or some nuts or a protein bar or something, it helps you keeping the blood, the blood sugar uh, in the right uh, yeah. way. I also think that if you're eating... Like uh, uh, good if you're eating a good lunch or something, you don't have that craving for sugar. But I think if you are if you are hungry and uh, and you go out and shopping, you know that everything on the candy uh, yeah. section is looking so good and you're just smelling yeah, good too. Yeah, and... exactly. And that's because your blood sugar is uh, is low and you just actually want something uh, in your stomach. So,
0: yeah. Uh, I I can relate yeah. because sometimes I go crazy with the, with the sugar and the chocolate yeah. and I just give in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's 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 yeah, it's also hard to just keep a, a good diet
1: all the yeah. time because I mean, I I'm, okay, it, it, I'm actually uh, joking a, a bit when people ask me about uh, what my diet is and I say it's a seafood diet. Not 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 sea, yeah. but I see food and I yeah. eat it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. again, I can relate because sometimes, I mean, like I said before, I, I can't keep a, a serious diet, you know, yeah. of course, I want to put in the, the carbohydrates, mm. of course, I want to get
1: the protein, yeah. but
0: sometimes you just want uh, the comfort of having chocolate and a chocolate bar yeah. or, or a bag of candy. Yeah. Or,
1: But yeah. there is, I've, I think it's, if it's the right, right amount, I think uh, a lot of things are good for you like uh, like it, you say with chocolate I think uh, I have heard something about it's good for if you need uh, magnesium or something uh, then uh, dark yeah. chocolate is uh, actually quite good uh, yeah
0: but the thing is I'm not a big fan of dark chocolate uh, so I'm always going for the very very sweet yeah maxi and Daim and yeah. oh yeah, okay. yeah all those things for yeah. and yeah just to name yeah. some but
1: yeah
0: a mess um earlier you talked about hobbies do you have any special hobbies that you do when you're not training or...
1: uh, i'm actually uh, uh it was actually peter who uh talked about this hub- hobby thing that uh mm-hmm. he wanted me to have a hobby uh to get my to who uh, which could take my mind off badminton because he he yeah. uh, suspected me to think up. Of- uh, too much about badminton. Uh and he wanted me to find something else who could uh, take my mind off it and uh I actually found out that I didn't have uh, any hobby <laughs> next to badminton. Okay. Uh, but I I think I have a uh, some kind of hobby now. I uh, it's it's very uh, what can you say? It's from day to day. It's not like a, a, a one hobby. It's uh, all kind of things. Uh, yeah, I actually just experimenting. Yeah, exactly. Just uh, just finding uh, all kind of uh, methods how I can uh, yeah. not think about something. I had I had actually had school for three years, which helped. Uh, uh, sometimes sometimes it's uh, backfired because you had like you were a little bit stressed and then you were ah, this school is making me stressed and it's like uh, uh doing bad for my badminton and stuff like that and mm-hmm. but sometimes it was actually quite nice to have something else uh but yeah. after i finished school this august and i had to uh, like find something else but uh me and my girlfriend in corona we uh, were a little bit uh, bored and and I was she's also helping me uh, with the uh, sponsor stuff and stuff uh, stuff like that so she's okay. uh, my manager and uh, okay and uh, as I said I got a little bit of bored and I wanted uh, us to start uh, emailing a lot of uh, companies and uh, asking if they could support me when the lockdown was finished but uh, she turned it down she she said no no mess <laughs> That's not gonna happen, and I was like, "Why? Okay. Uh, because you have to work on your so- social media." And I was just like, "Yeah, maybe you're right." <laughs> and then uh, we started uh, in Corona in March to uh, work on my Instagram, and uh, I think you can say that it's my hobby now. Uh, okay. I try to to improve that and uh, to find new ways to, yeah, to. Uh, gain more uh, uh, followers followers, but it's not all i'm not thinking so much about the followers i'm also thinking about the like uh, community how uh, how i can satisfy the followers i have now i'm more focused uh, focused about that so when people are like uh, comment uh, comment some of my stuff uh, maybe it's can you do a, a video about backhand or smash or something? Mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. I'm telling yes in the future I will upload a, a, something about smash or backhand and then I do that because I think it's important that also listen to uh, the the people who is supporting me uh, on the social media. Uh yeah. So I think that uh, Instagram is uh, kind of my hobby now. But also mm-hmm. I found out that that I actually also just like to to uh, gain new knowledge. That's also why I, I listen to to the to the recent uh, podcasts you have made because uh, that's uh, some knowledge I didn't have before. It's uh, new people I, I don't know. And they have some Thank they you. have some stories I don't know, and maybe I can learn from them and stuff like that uh just i i think actually that uh, podcast is also uh, a quite interesting thing for me uh, because Mm -hmm. you you get so many information and it's and it's in a relaxing way i think so and you can do the dishes while you are listening to it or yeah uh, clean or something uh, and then it's just in the background and you listen to it and uh I feel it's it's quite nice but uh, I I will say that most of the time uh, during the day I'm thinking about uh, badminton still. <laughs> but, uh, yeah but it's not um, a, it's not in a bad way because I also think you have to be a little bit uh, crazy if you want to be the, some of the best. Uh yeah. So I think it's it's a pretty normal amount of time I'm using think about uh, badminton.
0: I can say I'm almost the same, but I have had some really down moments where I was thinking about Babington way too mm, much yeah. that it was affecting the training because I just couldn't focus when I was there. Maybe I'm just putting too much pressure on myself to do what? To do more or to do something better? Or
1: Yeah, you're, I know uh, that. Yeah, uh, I was the and
0: same. I ha- and I had no hobbies for myself. I was just training Uh twice a day, every day. And it, it, it was just becoming not a, not a hobby and not a love anymore. It was becoming more of a task that I have to mm. do. Uh, it just became to a point where I wasn't having fun. I mean, that's over now and, and thank God for that. But the hobby I found is the podcast. Mm. <laughs> and so far, it, it just keeps my mind up. Um, it keeps me really busy communicating with people, developing scripts, and um, of course sharing and producing podcasts. Yeah. So, I, I, I can relate in some way to what you're saying that you can't find a hobby but I, I wish you all the best yeah. and I hope you find something that, that you love yeah. to do. Mass, I would like to uh, conclude this segment and this podcast episode by, with uh, some questions from your Instagram yes, fans. of
1: course.
0: So first question is what is your schedule like with training, school, gym, uh, social time?
1: Um, so, uh, I have, I finished the gymnasium, uh, in August, so I don't have school anymore, but, uh, so my normal uh, week, day is, like, morning training, and then I have, uh, also a evening training in, uh, Gentofte, uh, badminton club, uh, almost every day, um, uh, Brunby, uh in the morning uh, in the mornings uh, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and then I have also a Brunby Wednesday afternoon. So I almost have mm. two trainings a day and if I, I don't play uh, badminton two times i I would do a gym uh, uh, so it would for me like two trainings a day, sometimes gym in between. And then mm-hmm. uh, I have a day off uh, Saturday. And then uh, I don't do anything uh, uh, physical that day. I just relax. Maybe I will do easy technique or something uh, with my sister or some good friends. Uh, and then I would do a gym session uh, Sunday. Because uh, I have found out uh, the co- last couple of months if I'm not. If I'm not doing anything in the weekend I will have so bad legs Monday
0: (laughs) Uh, I will will get uh, so stiff uh,
1: And it will feel like uh, Rubber When I start training Monday So I have to do something uh, uh, Saturday or Sunday Most of the times I'm doing it Sunday uh, Because of the To keep your legs fresh Because of the hard week I also need a day off And I take that uh, Saturday
0: yeah, that's fair. I, again, I can relate in some way cuz having the weekend off is a bit too much free yeah. time to let your body just be in the bed or you know just be doing mm. nothing. So, yeah, Mondays could be very tough when you take the entire weekend yeah. off.
1: But it's also important that you find something that is working for you because if you're if if Monday every week is a, a bad training, then you have actually only f- 4 days that you're training. Uh, well, Uh, yeah so it's it's also about the quality uh, uh, we talked about earlier Uh, yeah and it it has been an issue for me not be ready on monday uh, and have a a a bad training uh, a lot of mondays but uh, not anymore
0: (laughs) nice i'm happy to hear that um question number two if you have plans, uh, how long do you think it will take you to break into the top 30 in the world?
1: Um, that's a good question. I hope, I don't know if the ranking is coming out today for the last tournaments, uh, but I hope that maybe I will reach uh, top 100 uh, when I get the points from uh, Sala Lux. Uh, okay but I'm not sure Uh, but I think maybe uh, the quarterfinal will give me uh, some points to maybe uh, achieve the top 100 Uh, yeah top 100 but top 30 mm, I hope I can Mm -hmm. I hope I'm 23 now and I hope I can reach the top 30 like in uh, two or three years
0: okay all the best thank you you're welcome um, question number three. One or more things that develop patent and skill the most.
1: Um, I think that when you come to training, that you have like an idea that if the coach is saying that now we are doing defense, that you know what you are like practicing that you're not like focus on all the things uh that mm-hmm. you're not focused on the movement the, the uh the sh- uh, legs or that you get the shuttle over but that you maybe uh, today i want to practice the cross court defense and you try to get that uh situation uh as many times as possible it can also be that after you have t- uh uh, been in defense That you are ready at the net after And try to close the net Or try to uh, Take the shuttle high Or something Just that, that you ha- have an idea uh, what's, What you are doing If you are doing uh, uh, The exercises That uh, your coach are choosing Or you are choosing um, And the other thing I would say uh that you do all the preparation that uh, you need to be one hundred percent ready. I think that's also uh, an important thing to to really improve your uh, your badminton uh, to get the the highest quality when you're training.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I I think definitely for your mental preparation too to come into the yeah. ball one hundred percent ready. Yeah. Um. This is a funny one. Uh, Who hurt you asked the most after English double? And this question was asked by, I think, a friend of yours. I can just find out now. Um, His Instagram name goes by Jason (laughs) Saru. Yeah.
1: Uh, He was uh, at the club uh, one year because he uh, studied in a in uh, Lyngby DTU uh, right next to Gentofte and uh, he he okay. was training uh, in Gentofte that whole year but was playing uh, for uh, a German team uh, and we were playing a lot of uh, English double uh, and uh, and was shooting ass. uh, yeah. uh I hope Sarul is uh, listening because uh, I won't say that it was him because I never lost uh <laughs> so uh but i think uh, uh i i maybe think that if uh yeah it's a it's a guy not i don't know if uh, guys uh, any people is uh, familiar with him but uh, he's called a and uh, if he's uh if he's he's hitting the shuttle well <laughs> he can uh <laughs> He can do damage, <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. but it's uh it's uh, not every time he's hitting. But if he is hitting you, it's a uh, it will uh, it will hurt for sure. So uh, I will say yeah. it's uh, it must be level. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, now I have to ask then. When you're playing English Double in Bumble, yeah. what's the punishment like there, and and who is hitting the hardest oh, there?
1: Um, it's actually uh, sometimes. Uh, right now, it's uh when when uh, the and axelson uh, is home, we're playing uh, actually for money <laughs> uh, <Okay. we> are... <laughs> <laughs> okay. so so it can be like uh, thirty cro- uh, kroners or fifteen kroners what what you decide on the day uh, yeah. but if you're losing like let uh, let's say uh, uh, and you have said thirty kroners, you have to uh, mobile pay thirty kroners to each player. So Ooh. you actually lose uh, ninety uh, kroners. but if you win, you yeah. get thirty, <laughs> uh, yeah, and yeah. then you also get shot. So it's a two-way it's a okay. punishment. Oh, no! But I'm actually and I'm he... actually not that uh, afraid of getting shot, so uh, that's okay. It's more the money that hurts. Uh, but, <laughs> of course. But I think uh, Axelsen uh, has to be the one who's uh, hitting hard- hardest. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on no. that
0: end. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mass, I'm asking a question from myself yeah. now. Um, what advice would you give to upcoming badminton players in Denmark and around the world?
1: Um, yeah, I think it's it is it's very similar to the two uh, things I talked about before. Like you have to. Have an idea what you are focusing on uh, the day you're training uh, and uh, then uh, be uh, prepared when you're coming. And then another uh, thing that uh, I actually uh, think are working quite good is uh, watching a lot of badminton. On, uh, it can be on YouTube or in the TV. Uh, I actually yeah. think that... Uh, in in somehow it it helps you understand the game a little bit more uh, and uh, also when you are in in difficult situations that you can like okay it's it's not the uh, it's also uh, happened to good players it can be that you're leading 18 14 but then you uh, the guy comes up to 18 18 and and sometimes you're thinking like oh it shouldn't uh, happen it's it's so bad if i'm losing but it's it happens to everyone and i actually think that that you get that kind of uh, stuff if you're watching a lot of badminton that you get more uh secure uh on yourself so i will i would say these three things uh, would be my uh, my one advice (laughs) okay yeah i appreciate that
0: and i hope that Others can as uh, can learn from yeah. that as well. I mean, watching badminton can help anybody. Yeah, I think just yeah, it's helped me a lot, and it also motivates you to want to become like. Those yeah, guys. exactly, and uh,
1: and also it motivates you like uh, to train, uh, just uh, to practice yeah. that when you're watching. Uh, yeah. It can also be when if you're watching, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, football, and then you you want to uh, practice football, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, it it, ex- it is actually my uh, New Year's uh, uh what do you call it? resolution uh yes. that watching uh Babson every day. Uh so uh I'm trying to, to do that <laughs> because uh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh
0: last question for this segment. It's um what okay, besides the marketing for your social media yeah. platform and doing uh the instagram videos there must be something else that motivated you to share so much knowledge on trick shots and uh some skill on your instagram videos now what what is the main reason behind this and if it is the marketing then fair enough yeah it's a question from a fan that i have to ask
1: um i i i will not lie in the start it was all about the marketing i have never been uh a fan of social media i i came on facebook in uh, 2016 <laughs> because because wow, okay. i had to because uh, the uh, the training in Gentofte you had to uh, like say you were coming on facebook so i had to i mm-hmm. had to get uh, facebook for that otherwise i maybe wouldn't have uh, got facebook uh, in uh, 2016 uh okay and then i actually w- didn't think so much of uh, s- instagram i think it was a uh, uh, waste of time <laughs> seeing what o- uh, all okay. what other did i was like, yeah. i was like why why should that help me to see uh, someone has shopped or what they yeah. are eating or stuff <laughs> like that <laughs> but uh, now I become come one myself but I'm but that's yeah. also what I'm trying to say that I actually try to share my knowledge because yeah. I also like the pages on Instagram who does that I like okay. that's also what I was uh, talking about before as a hobby I try to I like to gain knowledge uh, a little bit every day if I can and I get mm-hmm. that on those instagram sites uh, accounts sometimes because oh i didn't know that or that's that's a smart thing Um, yeah so i think it started as only marketing but now when i get so many uh, positive uh, feedbacks from the instagram i i actually think more about uh, the people than i do of the the marketing it's a uh, it's a uh, it's in the second uh, uh, what can you say it's not in the uh, first uh, yeah priority exactly priority uh, it's in second yeah. now i think more about okay. sh- uh, sharing my knowledge and helping other people uh, yeah. than the marketing uh, and i also think that it actually helps my marketing (laughs) because then people want to uh, show, I hope they they want to, but I'm not sure. I hope it is like this, but then they want to show their friends that what I'm doing and what I'm sharing and then it will reach more people. Uh, Yeah, of course. So it's actually just uh, a (laughs) win-win. Yeah, (laughs) I guess so.
0: Um, that's really it for today Um I would like to thank you for taking the time to come onto this podcast and share some knowledge share some experience and share some things about your life uh, with us and with the world who's going to yeah. listen um, all the best to you in your future endeavors with uh, training, tournaments and finding new hobbies yeah, of course and uh, <laughs> and uh yeah of course as well keep, keeping a good diet because we all yeah. have to do that um so yeah, yeah good luck. thank you so much um, and
1: thank you for having me maybe we can uh do a uh, uh, another episode one day
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah you never know i i'm always open to it and um yeah so with that being mm. said uh all the best again and uh thank yeah, you for thank coming mass
1: thanks for thanks for having take care me.
0: and uh Well, folks, that's all for today from Mass and I on the Genius Spot Podcast. I hope you enjoyed and can learn a few things from Mess's life regarding mental and emotional stress to add into your daily practice, whether you're an athlete or not. However, if you are an athlete of any sort, remember to have fun, give your best, and focus on the details. A share goes a long way. So feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family. With that being said, have a nice day and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you and goodbye for now.